Hello and welcome. This may be a place you've been many times, or this may be your first time. And either way, this is a brand new moment. So connect to your presence, open your heart, and get curious as I share real life experiences, practices, and organic medicine that will help you expand into your higher self. Because if we're not growing towards the light, we're dying in the darkness. And I'm here to tell you, you were born to live. Together, we will plant seeds, pull weeds, lean into shadows, and tend to our soil, giving us the nourishment that we need to root down and find the power within to be our most authentic self so that we may receive all the abundance that awaits us. Are you ready? Okay, here we grow. Oh my goodness, hello and welcome back. Wow, what a journey, what a journey this life is. How are you doing? How are you feeling? What do you need in this very moment? What are you learning about? What are you leaning into? What are you letting go of? Mm, So many big questions. Diving right in here this morning. I'm just... So grateful for this platform and for your presence. Once again, it is an honor to guide you through this moment. And I'm feeling called to remind you that you're exactly where you need to be. Even if this exact moment, you're not feeling your best, you're desiring more, you're seeking for a new path, you're expanding, maybe you're contracting, maybe you're just really uncomfortable in this moment, that's okay. You're exactly where you need to be. There are the most specific lessons needed here in this moment. And on the opposite, if you are flourishing, if you are thriving, if you are living in the light side of life, you're exactly where you need to be too. And I think those moments don't always need that confirmation, but it's important to reflect on, wow, I'm feeling really great in this moment. Things are aligned. Life is flowing. I am really motivated to expand and grow and experience life. And I think it's harder when we're on the darker side of life to feel that euphoria, of course, because all of a sudden life feels heavy. We feel stagnant. We feel uncomfortable. Our body maybe physically hurts. Our heart maybe physically hurts. Our spirit is dim, right? And those are the moments that we get to remind ourselves to surrender and be exactly where we are. And once we surrender, it feels like it takes away that pressure. And then we can create space to call in and invite in what we desire, what those true desires are. And it's hard to do when we're in the dark and we feel like we're not getting there. We're not getting there fast enough. We're not getting there smooth enough. We don't feel like we have enough support. We feel like we're learning the same lesson over and over and over. And I get it. I have been there. I go in and out of that state often. And the 
most powerful part of the work for me of doing the inner work is really trusting that that won't last forever. And then in hindsight, I get to look back and recognize, wow, I really needed to be in in that place so that I could move through that trauma or I could move through that piece of myself that I was ready to move through, but it took time. And sometimes we don't get to control that time. We get to decide and we get to be in control of how we show up. And so I think that finding that balance of being in it and trusting that we will grow through it and also learning from it and recognizing what we need in that exact place and time. It's like this just natural balance of life and we get to look to nature to find that. Where I am, it's winter and I watch nature as she trusts the process going through fall and releasing all of her beautiful colorful leaves and knowing that she is going into hibernation and that it's almost a dead-like state where she just freezes and has an inner knowing that through winter will come spring. And think of a little baby tree. They don't know that, but they just trust it. They trust the process. And I look to all things around me that are alive to find lessons and to find that connection. And that gives me so much inspiration. And here we are in winter enjoying the beauty. There is still so much beauty. And so when we turn to ourselves and we feel like we're in this winter state where we're letting go, we're shedding, we're being called to hibernate, to go within, to look within, it can be really scary. There can be a lot of things there that we're not quite ready for. And yet it is perfectly timed. So trusting that process and You know, there's the old saying that this too shall pass and it almost always does, right? We might hold on to it for longer than we would desire or it might keep rearing its ugly head, but it will pass eventually and then we'll get to look back and think, wow, that was tough and yet it molded me and yet it helped me grow and yet when it came into spring, I blossomed more brightly than I ever have. And on the opposite side of that, I'd like to call in this too shall last. This too shall last. And I think we forget that when we start creating these really incredible habits in our life or things start to feel like they're in flow. I don't know about you, but I in the past have felt almost more uncomfortable because it was a new feeling where all of a sudden the abundance was lasting and I almost was waiting for the other shoe to drop if you will right like oh my gosh this is too good this feels too good this is great I'm feeling great and it's like you don't want to admit it or call it out loud because the next thing you know you're back down in that winter state in that darkness and that happens and that's okay that's that pattern right? The high to the low, the up to the down, the dark to the light, the in to the out. And I'm just inviting this concept into bring joy into 
the high side of life and to enjoy it. Enjoy it. And know this too shall last when we're showing up, when we're doing the work, when we're having our daily ritual, when we're making self-care a priority, when we're opening our heart up, when we're going within and finding stillness and you're signaling to the universe that you're willing to do the work. And she goes, hell yeah, you are. And I'm willing to reward you. And when those rewards come and life feels in flow, this too shall last. Allow that to last in your life. And I, what comes up for me with that is this worthiness. It seems as though we get in this spiral of the darker side, the heavier side, the fearful side, the worry side of life because that's almost easier even though it's hard when we're in it. It's almost an easier, more natural pattern to lean into the negative side, to go back through that story that's been reoccurring, that painful past, that poor me, that I don't deserve X, Y, Z, right? Like, why is that so much easier? And yet when you break that pattern and break that spell, what feels like a spell, and you start feeling the joy because you're leaning into that because you're looking for the beauty in the winter because you're opening your heart and having those hard conversations which helps get you through it instead of stuck in it right and then when you start feeling that joy because of our past patterns we start to feel like oh shit this is where it happens this is where it crumbles Oh God, what's around the corner? You know, like I'm so high right now. And then all of a sudden there's that inevitable low. But if you can relish in the moment of the joy and the moment of the high and trust it and trust that a part of that will last and that each time that you find a new height and you get more expansive and you invite more joy in and you experience more of the light side of life can you trust that can you find a way to trust that part of the process Mm, there's a lot there right there's a lot to digest and I think this worthiness piece keeps coming up because it's certainly what I've been moving through and recognizing that my worth meter, my confidence meter has been quite low. And that's really interesting to say out loud. But I think my worthiness has been tied to other people, places and things like my job. I feel worthy when I am working hard and putting my best foot forward and then I depend my worth on this this work aspect of my life, which isn't a bad thing. And I also get to recognize that when I'm not showing up my best for my work, that doesn't mean I'm less worthy for a good life. Right? My other piece of worthiness has been dependent on relationships close relationships specifically family how well I take care of them and how much I show up for them has almost always depend determined my worth which is interesting because when things aren't going well in my family 
I feel more sad, mostly because I'm an empath and I care about them deeply and I want them to be happy and thriving. And yet I almost take it personally, like I'm not doing my job well enough. This worth probably instilled in me from a little girl, which is a really beautiful thing, right? Like if I have this worthiness based on taking good care of people, that's a nurturer. That's a natural, incredible power within. And yet I get to understand that their state of life doesn't reflect my worthiness. And that carries into relationships and romantic relationships. I've always been a saver. Let me save you. I got this. Let me show you. Let me let me teach you. Let me guide you. And it's typically drained me. And then when the relationship ended, I lost some of my worth within that. Specifically in one of my relationships that I thought was for sure the one and found out he had been cheating on me the whole time. My self-worth disappeared. Like, how could I not be good enough for this person? How could what I have to offer not be worthy? How could I allow myself to be in that situation and blindly be led through months and months of what I thought was a really great relationship? Now, were there signs? Of course. Looking back, like, oh yeah, that was weird. Oh yeah, that was uncomfortable. Oh yeah, we didn't have a great connection in that sense. And yet I still, my heart was open to him. And for the most part, we had a really fun, really awesome relationship. So when that ended in such a heartbreaking, dramatic way, my worthiness disappeared. And that's not the first time, unfortunately. So the last few years of my inner work has been a lot about worthiness and what I what I know I deserve and it's taken me quite some time to get here and to admit out loud that I felt that lack of worthiness and lack of confidence and it's even harder in certain regards to say out loud I am worthy and deserving of all of the love of all of the abundance of all of the support that's available to me And I do trust that. And I know it's because of the inner work, because I went into that dark place, because I faced those shadows of the heaviness, of the lack of self-worth. And once you you get clear on your worthiness and know deep down within you, know you deserve it, you know you are worthy, that is where you start to understand and feel and see that this too shall last. That is a permanent worthiness from within. My worthiness is no longer dependent on outside aspects. Does it help? Does it build it up? Does it give me validation? Absolutely. Hell yeah. When I'm doing a good job, when I'm in a good relationship moment with a person, when I'm seeing my family flourish or have helped them through a hard time or when a client of mine is having a breakthrough, I certainly feel worthy and all my worth isn't dependent on that. So 
I invite you to lean into where you feel worthy and what that's dependent on, right? And if if it is something that can't last because it is outside of you, then this too shall pass. Because if your worth is based on a person, place, or thing, that will change inevitably. Nothing is permanent, right? One of the main messages and lessons in yoga teaching in Buddhism I'm not necessarily a Buddhist but I love their teachings of of love and the inner work and the connection of nature and and the mind body spirit connection essentially to all that's around us and all that's within us but their biggest lesson and practice is non-attachment if it's going really really good non-attachment because it will change if it's going really 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 bad non-attachment because it will change right and yet I believe that worthiness from within this deep cultivated self-love self-worthiness that starts from within that's only dependent mainly on yourself I shouldn't say only but mainly dependent on yourself and on your love for yourself this too shall last because it's within it's from within and then each time that you feel that worthiness outside of you it's just icing on the cake if you will right like we're building this cake of worthiness from within And then everything else is just sort of the decorations, like the accessory that goes along with it. And finding that worthiness is a task. It can be buried deep within us, depending on the years and years and years of conditioning, how we have spoken to ourselves for years and years and years, for the stories that we have carried with us from childhood. So depending on how old you are, that can be a long time, a long life of carrying this whatever it is that makes you not feel worthy you've been carrying that and think of how heavy that is even if it's one comment one comment from a childhood moment you're not good enough you're not pretty enough you're not smart enough you're not enough that can be the heaviest possible boulder in our backpack And we've been carrying it around unconsciously, wondering why we're not feeling lighter in our life. And it takes setting down the backpack, recognizing you're carrying it. It all begins with awareness, right? So we find this awareness first and go, holy crap, what am I carrying here? Let's check this luggage out. Set it down, open it up, start taking taking it out. And recognizing, wow, that was a painful moment. Wow, I've been really holding on to that situation that that person did to me. And I don't need that anymore. And now I get to recognize that they did it for me, that life is working for me, not to me. And here it is as a lesson. And I am opening up this lesson and seeing wow, that person cheating on me took me to a pretty big low, a really heavy place where I wasn't sure which way to go. I was in a dark spot for quite some time. 
And yet that led me to move to the town of my dreams and start a new life and try again, right? And I'm now more aware. I now listen to those signs. I now act upon that. I now say something, you know? And and unfortunately, I didn't take the time to really heal in a supportive way. I didn't ask for help when it was the darkest of my life. Well, in that time of my life, that's always such a big statement. (laughs) When I was in a dark place, I didn't know how to ask for help. I muscled through and thought I could do it on my own. Um, And did I heal from a lot of it? For sure. Unfortunately, I wasn't in a healed, worthy, self-love, happy state. And I called in a low vibrational relationship. My next relationship. Was it fun? Did we have a good time? For sure. Was there a lot of great aspects of it? Absolutely. Unfortunately, because I was still wearing so many masks, so was he. And once those masks started coming off, we didn't know each other because we didn't know ourselves. And I'm not sure that he has recognized any of that. And that's okay. That's not my journey. But I certainly recognized how different I was in those moments because I was so masked up, because I was numbing myself, because I was avoiding. And the backpack got heavier and heavier and heavier. My self-worth was completely gone. And... Once again, right, like this really painful, really hard situation happened to me. And now I recognize it happened for me. That relationship brought me to my rock bottom, for sure. And it was the greatest gift. It was the greatest gift. And I know that when we're doing the inner work, we start to recognize things like that, that the pain is a gift. The accident is a gift. The heartache is a gift. Right? The job loss is a gift. And in that moment, it doesn't feel like it. I know that. But looking back, it does as long as you are willing to do the work, as long as you are leaning into resources that support you and help you whether that's coaching or therapy or group help or books and podcasts, whatever that looks like, as long as you're leaning towards that way and taking action, you will soon see the lesson and the gift in that pain. And then once you get through that, you get to look back and recognize how strong you are and start to fill up that self-worth cup. And the inner work can be a really serious journey. I know the last few years for me have been, have been serious. I've been very connected to the work and to the readings and to the listening to podcasts and the therapies and paying a lot of money for coaches and, and constantly talking and thinking about it and Just recently, I recognized, wow, it's time to bring joy into my life. It's time to balance this out because the work will always be there. And if the work is feeling serious and heavy and I'm beating myself up when I fall back into a pattern or 
something that happens from my past that I thought I got through comes up again. I can't beat myself up over that. I can't lean back into the work and and almost punish myself like, oh, you didn't do enough. You let you didn't meditate that one morning and now all of a sudden everything's falling apart. Like that's not the journey for me anyway. I desire joy. I desire excitement. I desire travel and love and connections and having fun with my family and enjoying this town that I have desired to live in a town in a place like this for a long, long time and being social and taking a morning to go ride in deep powder, even though I have stuff to do. Like I have a list always, right? We always have that list. And yet if I continue to miss out on those moments because I'm so buried in the work, the work isn't working because I'm not feeling the light side of it. So there's certainly a period of dark and going within and taking it serious and opening up the backpack and sharing your heart and leaning into your shadows and creating boundaries and speaking with a therapist or a coach or a friend or a group, whatever the modality is, there is that piece. And once you start lightening your load, it is important to go, oh yeah, shit, I'm alive. I get to enjoy this. I am here. I'm here for a short amount of time. Some days feel long and some days feel like they're flying by. And there's no greater gift than to live in the present and to enjoy it. And it's a balance, right? Because we don't want to toxically, positively, toxic positively our way through this and be like, it's all good. Smile through it, smile through it, smile through it. No. We get to see both sides and recognize, okay, right now I'm leaning in. Right now I'm doing all the journaling. Right now I'm reaching out to those few friends that hold space for me. Right now I'm in a coaching program. Right now I'm, you know, leaning into therapy, whatever it is. And yet tomorrow I'm going to play and I'm going to enjoy it. And then I can go back in and oscillate in and out, in and out, light and dark, expand and contract, bringing both into it. So I believe that when we find this joy and release this idea that we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop, that we get to lean into understanding and really owning our worth and recognizing that this too will last. This is a lasting practice. This is the part that we get to celebrate. We get to look back and say, wow, I've come so far and I've done so much work and I'm going to pat myself on the back. I'm going to toot my own horn. Don't you love when people get on social media and they're like, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I just signed this huge contract and I'm you know, falling in love or I got a new job or I'm moving to my dream town or whatever, like I would love to see more people tooting their own horn. (laughs) Get out there and toot away because who else is going to do it? I mean, I think that there are people in our life that will give us that feedback and it always feels so good. I feel like if you open the door to doing it for yourself, that more people will do it for you. It's like an invitation. It's like a permission slip. And 
that part will last. That part feels so good. And those are the moments that we get to really relish in and know that when we're in the darker side of things to remember how far we've come and to remember how strong we are and to remember that there's a support system all around us. Number one support system is ourself. Number two support system is the universe, is our guides, is the spirit world, is this nature being of nature that is constantly showing us and mirroring back to us all that we need to know. Like that wisdom is specifically a mirror to what is already within us. And then number three is our outside sources, right? Our friends, our family, our loves, our coworkers, our jobs can be a source of that, right? Our our activities, our adventures, our kids, like finding that joy and remembering it when you're going through the down the downside when you're in the valley of life when you're feeling like you're in the dark oh yeah what's that thing that brings me joy okay I'm gonna go do that for a minute and for me part of the joy is the inner work I'm to a space and a time where I love the inner work I love sharing the inner work I love talking about it and it wasn't always like that and I'm also calling in other aspects of community, of support, of gatherings, of snowboarding, of hiking, of being with my dog, of travel, of hanging out with my family, of really just seeing the childlike state and the joy that lives within my nephews naturally. They're just, I mean, not all the time, of course, but for the most part, there's just this curiosity and this joy and this imagination that lives within them. And I'm feeling like that's been my biggest reminder of this is to just play, to let go, to get down on your hands and knees with them and play and be in it. Like if you're in the middle of a family event and you're on your phone, you're missing it. Like those are the moments, that moment of joy when everybody's dancing in the kitchen and laughing. Like those are the times that you get to fill fill yourself up, right? Don't miss out on those little moments. It's a pattern. It's a habit. And we get to turn our habits into more joy and into more experience and then share it to your horn and share it. Like I went on this huge hike and it was phenomenal and here's what I learned or I went and and traveled or I went to this museum and this is what was so beautiful about it. I went on this incredible bike ride. I like got to cuddle with my favorite person, like sharing more joy, like bring the joy back into all of this to find that balance. So I'm feeling, feeling called to end our practice today with a grounding moment. Uh, I got right into our podcast. So I'm going to close us out with a little bit of breathing So wherever you're at, come back into your body. A lot of the times when we're listening to podcasts, we're really in our, in our thoughts and connecting how this resonates in our life and what that looks and feels like and how we can incorporate that. And that's so beautiful. And I encourage you to come back into your heart space right here, right now, and just find your breath, find this breath that is our life force and give thanks starting our breathing practice with gratitude 
gratitude for our ability to breathe, gratitude for this fresh air that's coming in and out of our being that's keeping this physical body of ours, this gravity suit, it's keeping it alive. And just giving thanks that this breath happens naturally. That without us being conscious of it, it still continues to keep us alive. And so in giving gratitude back to the breath, we take a few really conscious, really rich, deep breaths in through the nose. And slowly release out the mouth. Come all the way in through the nose. And slowly release out of your mouth. Two more just like that all the way in. And all the way out. Last one just like this all the way in. And all the way out. On this next breath in, hold for two seconds at the top, taking it in. And hold. And release. And hold at the bottom. Taking it all the way in. And hold. And release. And hold at the bottom. Bringing it in. Hold. Letting it go. And hold. Doing this a few more times on your own and notice how it feels. Notice if you want to hold for a few extra seconds. Or if you want to start just feeling this weightlessness that happens at the top as you come around the curve and then you drop naturally and smoothly back into it as you come down and then coming back up and through, do you find this curve? I start to imagine this infinity-like symbol where we're coming in, having a small hang at the top and then we're coming down, finding a small hang at the bottom and finding this loop However the loop looks for you, whether you want to hold or find a slow, solid movement, whether you want to go a little bit quicker and bring more life force into your body. And what this breath work practice does is it teaches us to notice the in-between moments, that hang time, even if it's for a, a half a second, in between the in and out breaths, this in-between moment can be so potent. It gives us the ability, the space, and the time to pause. Again, even if it's for a split second, pause in that in-between, notice what you feel. And this in-between correlates in our life. There are in-between moments, and those are the moments of magic. Those are the moments of presence. Those are the moments where we get to invite in more life. And on the bottom, we get to let go of more heaviness, of more saturation that's 
holding us back of more of the heavy times and more of the pain. And then again, at the top, we bring in more joy, more light, more happiness, more love. So notice these in-between times in your life. Notice what it feels like to pause. Notice where the natural state of your body goes. Do you start to panic? Does it feel like too much space, too much emptiness? Do you immediately replace it with getting on your phone? Do you immediately replace it with a negative thought? Do you immediately replace it with feeling like you're not doing enough? There's a beautiful aspect to this in-between space and time where we get to find and experience clarity. And we get to invite in things that will help us stay alive. So notice in these in-between times, if instead of reaching for your phone, you just take some breaths. Notice in this in-between time, if you're seeking to fulfill it with something outside of you, if you can go within for a few moments and reconnect to that worthiness that's within your being. Notice how you are taking care of yourself in the in-between moments. And if you've resorted back to something for a long time, it's a pattern, it's a habit, and it will take a lot of conscious effort to shift that pattern, and it is possible. Inner worthiness is possible. Being still and calm and confident in the in-between moments is possible. So notice how it feels to fill that time Notice how it feels to reconnect to yourself. Notice how it feels to sit in the emptiness or relish in the fullness. Letting go of this idea that the other shoe is about to drop. Letting go of this idea that this too shall pass so I just have to keep pushing forward. And calling in this idea that You are worthy that your self-love begins within and that this too shall last. This self-care, this self-love, this practice, it's so ready for you to come alive within you. You are so ready for it. And if you're new to this journey, this is the beginning If you're not new to this journey, this is the beginning. You are exactly where you need to be. You're receiving the exact messages that you need to hear. And I'm so proud of you. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so inspired by you. So I hope that this Brit breath practice is resonating and that it's something that you can incorporate into your life as a remembering, as a slowing down, as a calling in, as an opening, as an invitation to go there, to feel it, to live it, to be it.
(sighs) Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for being a human who is alive, who is willing to go there, who is opening, who is doing the inner work. You are worthy and I love you so much. See you next time. Love you. Bye.